hardest part as a parent is to not go to that place of advisement right away because we've been conditioned to believe that as parents, it's our jobs to mold and shape these little humans into what they're going to be, you know? So please brush your teeth every day <laughs> as a request of a parent or teaching them that habit when they're three and four and five and six and then a reminder again at 11 and 12 and 13 and 14 when they decide to stop doing that for a little bit. Uh, hmm. it's, it's a difficult pattern in our brains to break when they're then able to make higher level decisions on their own. To, to, we want to rush in so quickly and advise. And it completely comes from a place of, you know, we don't want our children to experience pain. And we think somewhere that we'll be able to prevent that from happening if we advise them in the right way. It's really bad when we advise them in things uh, and they follow our advice and they're unhappy with that advice. Oh, that's a, that's a curriculum to live through as a parent, that's for sure. It's a good thing to focus on is where do we immediately rush in? And even if they are young, even if they're seven and eight and it's like, all I'm gonna eat for the rest of this week is peanut butter and jelly sandwiches well, you really should eat blah, 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 and blah, blah, blah. Now, unless you really think that your child might suffer from some kind of malnutrition or uh, a lack of something in their diet, let them experiment a little with eating, sure, peanut butter and jelly. How long is that really gonna last? They're going to get bored with it. So I just think it's, it's a whole topic in and of itself to, to discuss the letting go advisement of advisement as a parent. And there's a there's another angle on that too, which I I this was re, this really cracked something open that was really important for me when I went to the school for the work with Byron Katie, and one of the one of the conversations was around every time we have an opinion or an advice for another, it's really we're the source of it because there's something we're worried or concerned or want to avoid the 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 effect in our lives mm -hmm. right so so in other words how she's how she phrased it was every thought we have another is sourced in i every worry or concern we have for another is sourced in i mm. so like i can't i i can't let my child eat peanut butter and jelly sandwiches for 4 days because then i I'm not, I'm not doing a good job being a parent. And it's underneath, it's the what that means is exercise. Mm -hmm. It's the, if my child eats peanut butter and jelly sandwiches all week, then, mm -hmm. then you put down your next worry or concern about that. Right. And if my child eats peanut butter, and, and then what that means is, and what that means is, and what that means is, and the last thought you land on, you can feel in your body, oh, that's why I'm really concerned. Right. It's all about me. Oh, I don't want to, I'll make this up. I don't want my child to go into school and say, all I ate were peanut butter, was peanut butter jelly sandwiches the whole time I was home on COVID time. Yes. And, and what will, and because we're afraid of, it'll cost us our reputation. And right. what in will that people moment. think of me? <laughs> and that plays out when they're picking colleges. That plays out mm -hmm. when they're on a career mm -hmm. path. Mm -hmm. You know, like, oh, I think... I, this was my favorite, um, one of my children. I'm gonna buy a bus and I'm gonna drive all over the country in this bus and I'm not gonna have a job and I'm just gonna drive this bus all around. Now, 
I could make up all kinds of stories about what people might think about me as a parent if I'm like, totally, go do that. I 100%, 100% am behind that decision. And why? Like, you know, why do I, why would I go to the place of some person six degrees separated from me and what they think about my parenting? And, and it's all a made up story anyway, because it's very likely I would never hear their opinion about my parenting. Um, so totally go buy that bus. <laughs> and that's a huge paradigm shift. For those of you who are parents and are interested in other resources about parenting, I highly recommend Dr. Shafali. She's on YouTube. I'll post a link uh, to some of her videos in her book. Dr. Shafali is remarkable. You'll, you'll love her. If you enjoy this conversation, you want to just go down that rabbit hole. Yeah, she's a parenting mm -hmm. wizard. Yep, she is. And one of the hardest things for parents, especially around, say, the college choices, is... Um, Again, if we, if as parents, we forget to focus on helping our children connect to their unique talents and gifts and where they feel passionate. I can't tell you how many parents that I meet um, or and, and clients where their children want to leave school because they're not happy. Right. And they're highly discouraged to do that um, because of what that would mean, right? Oh, I'm going to have the child that's not the, the one who stayed in college and right. then can get the job and then can do this and can do that. Um, as parents, it's imperative as we now, people are suffering. We have the highest rates of anxiety and, and the need for anxiety medication, depression, loneliness, obesity, addictions, addictions in, in anywhere in the world. And it's, and it's a byproduct of our unnatural busyness, our disconnection from nature, and our obsessive focus on consuming and thinking forward into the imagined future. We don't know how to be in the living moment. We, except now, when you see all these you know, people that are getting to reconnect and slow down and cook together and hang out and just feel connected. So that's and not also to- also feel annoyed. Yes, and feel connected. Yes, there's all that too. That is, I'm not, I also am very aware that many people are suffering. They're not experiencing the joys of connection, right? I get that, I get that. So what we want to do as parents is return to that place of awareness where we can cultivate and celebrate and take a risk. This is maybe not what our parents taught us as parents. Focus on celebrating your children's passions, whatever they are, because they're going to be unique. They're going to, some are going to have unusual passions. And when we focus on celebrating our children's passions, their passion will lead them to their purpose. And our our experience of, of the rapture of being alive in life, which is one of the purposes of life, falling in love with yourself, enjoyment, being useful, and feeling very alive, means we have to connect and live as what we're passionate about. And your children can't possibly know what it is they want to do or be when they grow up. Going off to college at 18, 19, you have no idea. Yeah. So, please only encourage them to go down that route. If, it's, if they're expressing, this is what I'm passionate about, this is what I wanna learn about, then, then by all means, go. And if they don't know, it may not be the wisest move. Because what we want to do is help our children connect to where they feel passion. Here's why. When we are feeling passion, we feel alive, we're in the living moment, our unique talents and gifts are being celebrated and we feel enthusiasm. Enthusiasm means to be obsessed with inspiration, to be possessed by inspiration. 
inspiration means to be breathed into by creative life force. Your passion, if you just focus on that, will lead you every step of the way in your life. And this is very hard for parents to trust and let go of trying to shape their children's lives. Mm -hmm.